1: I'm great. How are you?
0: Well, thank you. Welcome to the Rants and Raves podcast. I'm Dana Powell.
1: I'm Jessica Young.
0: And
1: we We are are here here to rant and rave. Rave.
0: See, it sounds perfect. It's not going to be, is it? (laughs) I don't know why...
1: Was almost like we started it in a round. Like we were one beat off.
0: I know. I don't I don't know why I even care. Like nobody else is stopping, <laughs> is pausing our show. If they listen to us and know how crazy they are, they're not pausing the show and going, why can't they get that together? And why can't they stop talking about it? I don't know. It's a character flaw. I'm a perfectionist. I'm a Virgo. What are you going to do?
1: Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Hilarious.
0: Well, Jessica, how was the last 24
1: hours? Oh, you know, just great. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I actually I took my little one to get ice cream. Did you, did I send you a picture of yes, that? Yes.
1: He looked happy as a clam.
0: Oh, he was so happy. He earned it. I mean, how we've been recording a lot lately. Plus, I've had auditions I've been recording. Yep. Last night after we recorded, then my friend Kate came over and helped me do a self-tape. And my yeah. son goes, I go, hey, we're getting ready to record, okay? Just letting him know he was being good. There was no mm-hmm. issue. He did tell Kate, can I have, she tried to like have conversation with him. She went in and he was like, hey, hi, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. But she was asking him a couple questions. And he finally goes, um, can I have privacy? Oh, bless his heart oh he's so over it she was like ouch and i was like sorry they teach them that in school now very young so that like they teach them that you have a personal bubble and if you don't want someone to break it you can kindly say that's good please give me space and if you need privacy (laughs) to calm down you say may i please have please have some privacy so he's been doing that since he was like four
1: I, right? love that. I wonder if it was influenced at me shrieking and flagging him down like a NASCAR a flag bearer. Every time well, I see him on the screen, I'm like, Henry.
0: <laughs> well, I don't think so. Because then he was playing peekaboo with you behind my body. <laughs> he has been such a gem because Dan Tipton's been dealing with some family medical stuff and So Henry has been so patient and so good with his crazy mama. So I was like, let's go get you some ice cream. And man, I'll tell you, I'm lactose intolerant. So I don't really get out for ice cream Uh, a lot. Like mm -hmm. I make a real specific point of going somewhere that has vegan, you know, whatever. I know it's delicious, but I took him to Cold Stone and man, they Uh got those. Like, big waffle bowls that are dipped in chocolate with sprinkles. It's crazy.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The wa- you- First of all, the smell of a waffle cone when it's... <sighs> they make them on Ventura at Salt and Straw. And I'm mm-hmm. sorry. That is like an aphrodisiac. I mean, it, 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 people oh! come running around the corner. No, but it's like that smell goes, oh, like, so all good. the way down for two blocks. And you're oh, like, sure. what is that? And then you realize it's the damn waffle cones are and fresh.
0: Oh my God, so good. (sighs) Hey, speaking of lactose intolerance, Mm -hmm. um, since I've told everybody my whole medical journey now, (laughs) uh, (laughs) when I was at the doctor's office, we were talking about it because I'm lactose intolerant. Mm -hmm. And um, she said, Did you ever go a long period of time without dairy? And I said, I did actually. Mm -hmm. Um, And you know, Dan Tipton doesn't like milk. I think I've told you that. Mm-hmm. And so I just didn't have it for a long time and then I was like, okay, I need milk back, right? And then I start. She says that if you don't have dairy in your diet for a while, it is automatic that your gut will stop producing the bacteria necessary to digest oh. that. She said so if you would like to try, she said cuz you're pretty young to be turning Mm -hmm. lactose intolerant because my grandma did but she was like 75 i think but but anyway she said if you would like to start introducing small amounts of dairy don't go out and eat a whole Mm -hmm. cup of ice cream but just slowly start introducing because i can eat hard cheeses and even sometimes soft cheese doesn't bother me you Mm -hmm. know so i know i still have some digestive properties in there she said if i wanted to i could start Entering that back into my system, hmm. but I I thought about it for a long time though, and I'm like, eh, everybody says dairy isn't that healthy for you, and I don't like the way they do dairy cows, <sighs> so yeah. I think I'm just gonna stay not doing it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And what's it gonna hurt, right? Right. I take a calcium supplement, so it's not like I should be short in that regard.
1: I was never a milk drinker even as a kid. Like, look. Do I love, literally, what, once a year or at a special event, if somebody has ice-cold milk with a piece of cake or a chocolate oh, chip yes. cookie? Oh, yes. You better believe.
0: Or, or was, graham crackers.
1: Or PB&J. Look, yes. I could make the list go on and on, but still- I swear I was never a big milk drinker, not as a kid, not as an adult. So um, yeah, I don't miss milk. I use like a coconut milk coconut well, cream use, now. Yeah,
0: I use like a lactate where the lactose is removed. Mm-hmm. Not only does it last for like three months because it doesn't sour, mm-hmm. but it to me it tastes delicious. It's yep. very sweet, like milk, uh-huh. like I, that sounds yeah, weird. No,
1: milk is it's well, sweet. It's kind of sweet. Yeah. yeah,
0: and that's how this is. I I can't tell the difference. I don't think anybody could if I was being honest. Right. Like if, well, you, if you had a Pepsi challenge with lactate milk and regular milk, I don't know that anybody could tell the difference. <laughs> uh, also, <laughs> Young people don't know what I'm talking about. Uh, Pepsi used to do this big campaign where they'd have a challenge, Pepsi versus Coke, and they'd secretly.
1: Oh, yeah. I know what you're talking about.
0: Put out cups and actors would be like, oh, my God, I love that. What is This this is Coke, right? No, it's Pepsi. That's the short (laughs) version of a probably 20-year campaign.
1: (laughs) I would like to shake and then slap whoever couldn't tell the difference because I I could tell it a mile away with my eyes closed and my feet
0: bound. I tried to get a great (laughs) Fanta Zero the other night uh, from Jack in the Box and because <sighs> yes. they have that movie machine where you can make your, all, mm-hmm, all mm-hmm. and so I was like, I want a grape Fanta zero, no sugar. Yes. Right? I get that thing home. Usually I sip on the way, but I didn't. I get home. I take a big old gulp. It is full blown non diet Dr Pepper, and I thought my teeth were going uh. to have seizures and fall out of my head <laughs> individually. Uh, yeah. I have not had a regular Dr Pepper for so many years. Don't get me wrong. I liked it, but I cannot drink a bucket of sugar. No. I'm too old and unhealthy for that. (laughs) And I was like, well, somebody got my grape Fanta Zero, and I bet they're real mad.
1: Right. That sounds so good to me right now. I freaking love grape soda.
0: Oh, go do yourself a a jack in a box. You can get Uh, any of the Fanta flavors. We've talked about that. Well, oh, you don't that. like, I, you
1: don't I like fountain in the box. No, I, oh. love I refuse Jack in the box since my arrival to Los Angeles, many moons ago, when that same year, a few months before I moved here, 13 people died from E. coli at Jack in the box.
0: Oh, geez. I think and I that
1: you might, I know you did. Cause I know you love it. And I, most of my friends I don't do love actually. it. I refuse.
0: My, my son loves it.
1: I know a lot of people who are like, well, have you ever
0: had that fajita pita
1: pocket or whatever? I'm like, no, No. and I don't care. And that sounds even gnarlier.
0: Although I will say I do like a Jack in the Box breakfast. They're pretty good breakfast. (laughs) The
1: sourdough Jack.
0: Yeah, sure. Yeah, sure.
1: Their mismanagement (laughs) put just like the uh, restaurant in my college town that gave people E. coli because of a disgruntled employee. Mm -mm -mm, I'm not going to play that. You lost my business. Sorry. Yeah. I mean, Uh, really, sorry, not sorry. (laughs) Well, Can you tell that I am on my fourth cup of coffee? And by fourth, I mean this one's a double and it's straight up cold brew. And I feel like I am on rocket fuel right
0: I will say, I feel like you (laughs) seem more energetic than me today. And that's abnormal. (laughs) And I envy (laughs) it
1: i'm usually in sloth
0: no you're not (laughs) hey
1: if you like coffee that trader joe's pre-made ready to go you don't add water to it it's shelf stable it's not in the refrigerated section they have a cold brew no it's black (gasps) cold brew how much uh how much is does it cost yeah I think maybe three dollars.
0: No, because I've bought cold brew at Target, and it's a once a year. You talk about once a year. That's a once a year treat for me. I'm gonna because do it's some like Why am I gonna pay seven dollars for a little bottle of cold brew? Oh, no, and this when is I have a-, a coffee machine at home.
1: <laughs> this is a decent size bottle. I totally agree with you. Yeah. This is a decent-sized bottle. It says servings three, and I'm even scared that that's a little too much caffeine-wise. So I usually get like four, sometimes five servings out of it. I fill the whole glass with ice. I do it about a little more than halfway with the cold brew, and then you can add whatever milk or non-dairy of your choice, and there you go.
0: Wow. It's
1: so good. But I'm flying right now, clearly. (laughs) You know what? Oh, my God. I feel
0: like I want to catch up with you. Um, Do you care if I reach over and grab a monster? (laughs) Do it. Okay. It's within arm's length. Is that sad?
1: Hilarious.
0: The box of of 20 my husband bought me as a surprise. My God. (laughs) I think he probably just figures that, like, there's a lot worse things i could be doing so he's okay. like i'll just get her the monster uh, <laughs> okay i don't want her on, i don't want her on heroin anytime soon
1: <laughs> for real though
0: oh hear that crack Mm-mm-mm-mm. i
1: love it mm.
0: all righty are we all ready right. to go we don't have to yeah let's
1: do it let's, let's do jump it. into our rants
0: you're up first lady
1: okay so this is something that happened to me this very week you guys and i am real upset about it And yes i understand when something has a due date it's on you um but i'm wondering if anyone else has run into this and you in particular dana because i have things here. To say and yes. you can answer me live yes um So my rant is about tiny fees, like maintenance fees and finance fees and all that. Now, normally, in my experience, those are added to the bill. Like you get your statement and say, I spent $176 at Target, and then I see a finance fee or a maintenance or whatever in that bill, and then you go to pay your bill, right? Okay. Um, I just paid off, I'm very proud to say, uh, without much income coming in the last year and a half i've been also not really doing anything because sure. right. so i've been slowly but surely chipping away and when i can we tried to be to. i can't believe i'm saying a little more aggressive but i'll like pay double what i normally would on a right. credit card now again this is over a year and a half but i have finally now paid down two of my cards completely
0: <gasps> Jessica
1: That's huge
0: That I'm is huge
1: Very, very, very excited to say You that.
0: should be, that's amazing <laughs> Congratulations Thank
1: you Yes. Now here comes the bad news, Dana Uh oh, uh oh So I'm like, I just paid it off in full I was like, hell, yeah, like it felt so good I'm like, hell, yes I am at zero, right Yes <laughs> I then got a bill last month saying that I owed $3 and 45 cents as a finance charge. Okay. $3 and 45 cents. And again, I went back, I looked at the last statement, whatever the balance left was, I said, pay in full. That's how I cleared my card. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: It didn't say plus this, or you missed it. My point is, um, I went on to pay it on the due date. I was like going through and most of my cards happen to be due around the same time. And I'm like, oh, I need to pay that stupid $3 and 45 cents. So I go mm-hmm. on, I click it and I get the red message that says you um, have missed the cutoff. So for okay. some, several of my cards, it says like payment must be received by 6 p.m. Eastern standard time on the date. Right. Right. Well, Did you call? I I did not call.
0: Oh, I would have called immediately, but continue.
1: So I was paying and it was past that cutoff. (laughs) Right. So it forces you to go to the next day, even though I'm paying Pacific Standard Time at Mm -hmm. 3 p.m. or whatever Mm -hmm. our time. It forces you to go to the next available date, which Mm -hmm. I did. Mm -hmm. My point of all this is I paid off my card in full. Mm -hmm. I got the damn $3.45 charge. Stupid. I will now be docked on my credit and receive a late charge of, of like I think a 35? minimum of thirty five dollars. Yes,
0: yes. Okay,
1: three dollars okay. and forty five cents. Okay, besides myself about it.
0: Okay, have you called them at all? No. I want you, because this has happened to me before and I did call because they'll tell you, oh, I can't do that. I can't do that. Whatever. Mm -hmm. Right. And the first person, anybody, they can fix it for you. I have had someone say, no worries. Well, this time, just this Mm -hmm. time. So call them and say, here's what happened. I don't know if you can help me. Like just uh, attract more bees with honey. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. and just say, I paid it. I'm so proud of myself. It's a pandemic. We've really been struggling, but I needed this off, you know, really yep. let them know who you, yep. that you're a human. You're not yep. just somebody calling to yell at them. Sure. And you can say, I know this is not your fault. I should have called earlier. I kind of had a meltdown about it. Is there anything we can do? And if they say, no, I can't just say, I totally understand. Can I speak to a manager? Mm-hmm. and then try it again. I'm not promising it'll work, especially if time has passed, right. but I have had that work before. And they say, it's okay. It's the first time, or it's okay. Mm-hmm. You probably mm-hmm. didn't notice. Or yeah, that happens a lot. As long as you're not a repeat offender, a yes. lot of times. That's the
1: thing. Yes. I'm not. Will, I mean, yeah. I've never called. I've never called any of my card companies. And just they say-
0: I have been working so hard on my credit and everything to have a $35 charge and a knock on my credit over $3.45. I didn't notice because I was so excited I paid my card off. I just can't handle it. Is there anything we can do?
1: No, this is really good. And that's why this is so important to bounce things off of at least one other person in your life because I always just get mad and then I stew in it and that's it. Yeah, hello. calls
0: like this, I start off and I go, okay, I need to explain to you my situation. It's completely not your fault, and I understand that. Mm-hmm. Here's what happened. And mm-hmm. usually they go, okay, this person's not going to scream at me. Yeah. Let me see if I can help them. Yep, you're right. Yeah, I would try it.
1: Okay, that's a good idea because I'm And then serious. we need
0: an update. Yes, because that just is stupid. I can't have
1: that. I cannot you know, even, have that even
0: banks do that. Like I remember one time when we were so dirt poor, it was the first time I had a panic attack when I got a parking ticket, and the guy saw me standing for the. Light to change for walk, and he held his finger above the button. And when the light changed, and I ran across and got up on the curb, he pushed it and printed out my ticket nope, in my face. Nope. And I had a panic attack. Yeah. I couldn't breathe, and I'd never had one before. It was when Josh and I were doing dry clean only. Oh my and god. And we were we were in rehearsal for this two person show I wrote with my friend, just trying to make it like be seen in this world somehow.
1: Yes. That Show was <laughs> so good, by the way. I loved oh, that. Thank you. I, I saw I'm it
0: twice. I'm still very proud of that show. I thought it oh, was God, really love lovely. um But anyway, I it, it gave me a panic attack because we were so yes. poor. And I remember and a couple of times. It
1: printed yet?
0: No, he didn't. Ha- he could have canceled it out. He did it in my face, and that's yeah. when I went <gasps> like I couldn't breathe. Yeah, and I. I didn't understand what was happening and I was crying and I couldn't catch my breath. And that man walked away from me and let me get in my car Mm -hmm. and he never checked to see if I was, I definitely shouldn't have been driving. And I immediately called Dan Tipton and he was so scared. He was like, do you need me to call an ambulance? Because we had never experienced that before. Nobody ever talked to me about panic attacks. You can meet in the Midwest. Do you think anybody ever said, hey, there might come a time where you get so stressed out, you can't breathe and you think you're dying? Right. Nobody ever said that to me. I thought I was having a heart attack. I really did. So, but anyway, my point, that's sidetrack. I'm sorry. But my point is, um, we were so poor at the time, mm-hmm. there were a couple of times that bills came out before we had a chance to like yes. rush our tiny little paychecks over there. It was before okay. the days of everything online where it just self-deposited, right? Yep. And they when you we did we also didn't have enough money to have a good enough account that we had bounce protection. Kay? Okay. So anytime anything like that happened, we'd get charged the $35 fee. And if you can't pay that fee within a day, they'll charge it you the next day. And there was a time when we had over $150 of three days in a row or whatever that I don't do math. So don't add that up Um, (laughs) 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 charges of overdraw because we were poor, right? You're asking me for more money. You can't get a blood from a turnip, right? It's frustrating, it's but beyond. when you make that call, you be real nice. And then when you get that manager and you're real nice, if they still tell you no, then I give you permission to let loose. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Amazing. No, I will try it. And you know what? I have never, ever asked for it from any card, but, and I know not with them,
0: even say so that. it's worth Just a say, try. Just say I've never done this before, but I'm just so crushed. I'm working so hard. Yes. And I was so proud, you know? Yes. Because $35 doesn't sound like a lot of money unless you don't have a lot of money.
1: It's a lot of money. Do
0: you know how many groceries I can buy with $35 because no. I'm because I'm frugal or cheap? I know. That's a lot of money to me. I'm not rich. You Some people 30. may have $35 to just burn, but I don't.
1: I don't not these days that's for darn sure.
0: No joke.
1: Okay. Well, thank you for this rant assist.
0: You're I welcome. Like it. <laughs> You're welcome. I want to I want an update.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: And you know what? No matter how it turns out, we are going to celebrate because this is a big step for you calling and trying to yes. stand up for yourself, advocating for yourself in the hopes of fixing something that was kind of mm-hmm. like eh, it could have happened to anybody, you know?
1: I- I don't know why I'm so afraid to do that. In more cases than not,
0: the worst they can most tell you situations. is no. Yes, yeah.
1: and you're saying that that's exactly what I can never seem to make myself believe or remember. It's like, well,
0: I it's mean, not gonna I'm,
1: harm me. They're not going to now no. penalize me and be like, customer tried to get charge off. Now we'll double charge her. It's like,
0: right? They no. do it or they don't. Exactly. And listen. I'm telling you it takes a village because I'm telling you this while I am the person that has some weird phobia about calling in food orders. I can't order pizza.
1: I know. That's so funny to me. <laughs>
0: I have texted Dan Tipton at work and been like, hey, do you love me? Um, Can you call in order for pizza for me and Henry? And he's like, I just don't understand this. <laughs> You can do it online. I don't
2: understand it either.
0: I'm like, like, okay, if you're busy, I'll just do it online. But it takes a lot longer. It really does. I don't tell him that. But if he's not busy, he'll go, it's fine. I just don't understand you. I'm like, me either. (laughs) I don't either. I don't know what it is. But I've been that way since college. I used to make anyone around me call for the pizza. I would not do it. I'd rather pay for the pizza than call for it. I don't know what it is. Oh, my God. It's weird, right? (laughs) But anyway, I want you to call and do this.
1: (laughs) That's going to be on your next anniversary card from Dan Tipton. It's fine. I just don't understand you.
0: Yeah. (laughs) I mean if we're being honest, is there anyone that understands me? I don't think so. I'm a oh rare, God,
1: thats hilarious. I am a
0: rare bucket of nuts. I mean, <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty well having to accept that, you know, at this point it's like, yeah, you're a weirdo. Okay. Well celebrate it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I'll move on to my rant. It's a little okay. bit more, it's a little bit more serious. Uh, okay as far as like i don't know the answer mm-hmm. right so this one not that $35 isn't serious let me clarify <laughs> but i meant generally speaking to what we've been ranting about lately right it's also just
1: the principle of it which i think is <laughs> apparent
0: so um i want i sent this um I guess it's a TikTok video, but I found it on Instagram, even though I am on TikTok. Hello, listeners. I'm on TikTok if you (laughs) want to share. (laughs) I'm just a voyeur. I don't post. Um, (laughs) But anyway, I want to play it for you real quick because it's just a little song ditty, and then I'll get into my rant, okay? okay? Here we go. Don't be polite to men who creep you out. Don't be polite to men who creep you out. Don't be polite to them. It's not your job to comfort men. Don't be polite to men who creep you out. Okay.
1: Yes.
0: Now, we were taught to be polite to men when we were young. It's a new generation. So, like, we've talked before about how my friend Kate, who's much younger than us, we went Mm -hmm. out dancing one time, and a man wrapped his arms – he came up behind me, wrapped his arms around my body, and kind of slid his hands Mm
2: -hmm. down my sides –
0: Little too close to side boob. You know what uh-huh, I mean? Uh-huh. Grinding. And I was like, what's happening? I'm not hot. What is what is <laughs> the deal here? Right. And she, I would, I just started like we learned to do to mm-hmm. inch towards my girlfriend and try and create a barricade between me and not just go, get the F off me. Right. right. She wasn't having it. She grabbed that man's hand and she smacked it and goes, Get off of her. She's married. <laughs> and I was like, Yeah. But we are taught, no, be polite. And the reason, and here's where the ickiness comes in. Mm. The reason is because men get angry with you, right? They always say, be careful. You will make them mad and they will come after you. Mm -hmm. And I have been in situations like that before. But I wanted to talk about this. This is my rant. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I wanted to talk about this because, oh, crap, sorry. I wanted to read exactly what I said to you when I sent it to you. Um, I said, <clears throat> I kind of want to talk about this. A man tried to talk to me at 7 Eleven and after quarantine and being safe always and not ogled or cat called mm-hmm. for a year and a half. I don't want to be polite to men who creep me out anymore. I was just tired and I pretended I didn't even hear him. I've gotten so used to not experiencing that that it made me realize it was a daily thing before. And I'm not even typically hot. But you know what? I look approachable because big girls are desperate. Uh-uh. Not this one. Mm-hmm. So I walked into the 7-Eleven. And I would say that convenience stores and places like that are often the, the biggest place I get mm-hmm. catcalled or spoken mm-hmm. to or whatever. And uh, I walked in. And I was wearing a V-neck dress but nothing too low cut. I just happened to have boobs the size of in season watermelons. They're huge, right? There's nothing I can dress in that's going to take that away. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter how many minimizer bras I wear. You are always going to think I am showing off my boobs, but I'm not. They're just there. Okay. (laughs) So I started thinking back. I've always said, well, I've never really had to put up with what the hot girls or the pretty girls have to put up with. And that's not true. And I realized it because I was like, oh yeah, this used to happen to me all the time when i was out in public and i just fluff it off or i the what he said to me when i walked in and here's where it gets crazy too i was overstimulated because Unfortunately, there was a mentally ill homeless man in the mm-hmm. front of the store, and he was walking back and forth, and he was yelling and ranting and mm-hmm. raving, not like our show. <laughs> um, and it actually spawned a conversation with my son. I had to talk to him about homelessness and mental illness because mm-hmm. it's so rampant in L.A. right now. It's I went into Hollywood last week, and I was shocked. Cause I just don't go over there very much anymore. There's no reason we're not I doing know. shows or whatever. I could, it w- looked like all of Hollywood was a shanty town. Mm. Is that a bad, is that a derogatory term of any kind? I don't
1: think so. And I don't think so,
0: but sadly, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like tents everywhere, blankets. And also they just collect stuff, just yeah. stuff in grocery carts and stuff. And it, it's heartbreaking. So anyway, that was happening and he was opening the door for people if he happened to be near the door. Right. And I my dad actually bought me one of those door hook things where you don't have mm-hmm. to touch the door. And so I pulled that out, but I was trying to arrange that, make sure my kid was safe,
2: mm-hmm. uh,
0: get in the store, grab what I needed and get out, right? So anyway, I was just trying to like safely get in, not cause a ruckus, make sure he was Okay, mm-hmm. you know, all that. So as soon as I walk in the door, there's a man standing there staring at me. He's waiting in line to check out. And I could see him staring at me as I was walking from my car.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I was like, here we go. So I walk in the door. All this is going on. He looks at me.
1: And you're with the child.
0: No, I left my kid in the car because okay, I was like, okay. I'm not walking him past yeah, any yeah. of this. So I locked him in the car with Lucy. Yeah, that's smart. <laughs> <laughs> I probably wouldn't have even stopped if I hadn't had Lucy with us. Because I knew if anyone came near the car, she'd lose her mind. (laughs) She's so protective of him. And I love Mm -hmm. it. So anyway, he looks at me and he goes, I get in line. I get what I need. I'll get in line. He goes, hi, how are you doing tonight? Just like that. Just like that. And had a little sway with his body. Okay. Mm -hmm. And in that moment, it had been so long since that had happened to me. I was like, no. I am not into this and I don't want to be polite to you. And there are people here that, that recognize me. You know, I go in that Mm -hmm. Seven Eleven and get coffee and whatever they know me well. Mm -hmm. And uh, they won't let you be mean to me. They'll watch me because when I walked in the, the guy behind the counter looked at me and kind of nodded his head. Like he saw it too. And Mm -hmm. he was like, hello. He made it very clear that he was friendly with me and made it clear. He knew me. Okay. So I just didn't say a word, Jessica, and that's very unlike me. Now, how I usually deal with it is I normally would have said, I'm well, thank you. Mm-hmm. And that's it, right? But I don't have to do that if I don't want to. I shouldn't be put in that position. Right. And I don't ever want big girls feeling like, oh, nobody's going to do that to me or whatever. Yes, they will. So mm-hmm. please, please. Be have your listening ears and your seeing eyes on real sharp because mm-hmm. it does happen to every woman.
1: Yes.
0: And it annoyed me because I thought it happens to me I... the
1: most of the time when I look my worst. P.S. for whatever that's worth.
0: Well, that's what I was going to say too. <laughs> I mean, I looked okay, but not, I wasn't like. Out to uh, looking like I was hunting for something, no. you know what I mean? And I was like, Oh, you just think I'm approachable because I'm a big girl. Mm-hmm. You don't play in my league, sir.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: No, don't you? Don't you're not allowed to try and because what happened? And you might be saying, Well, he was just being nice, he no, wasn't. No, we know, isn't. we know, we feel it, we feel your boner, even if we don't see it. Okay. okay. And it's vibrationally. We feel your boner. Okay. Uh I knew he was not just being friendly. And when I didn't say anything, I literally pretended like I couldn't hear him. And I just looked at what was beside me and whatever. And he goes, Oh, damn it. Come on now. (laughs) And I was like, come on. What? I don't have to be interested in you. There's no requirement that you're so great that every woman you speak to has to, Go, oh well, Hi, I'm great. Thank you for talking to me. Do you think I'm pretty? I don't want you talking to me. I don't know you. And if you had friendly said, how's it going tonight? I would have been like, great. How are you? Thank you. Mm-hmm. I'm not a monster.
1: No, but- but we also don't need that very much. And not these days. And I'm no. not saying you can't be cordial to another person but we all know the difference and it's you know real
0: the creepy. difference trust your instinct during
1: covid i'm not looking to make small talk with thank anyone you.
0: thank you i don't want you talking to me with your breath mr non-masked sir okay. i'm standing there in a mask i won't talk to you and i'm so sad i didn't have my back the fuck off mask on that you okay. bought for me exactly <laughs> but it just reminded me remember was it god time there's no timeline anymore because we've lost a year of our lives almost too but um remember when that girl made that video of herself walking through new york all day yes. and all the men that cat called and people were shocked well yep. men were shocked women exactly. are not shocked of course so i just want to remind everyone we're getting back to uh, i don't know how long it'll last because things mm-hmm. are getting really bad but We're getting back to a little sense of normalcy. People are feeling a little more comfortable. Ladies, watch yourselves. Mm -hmm. Be safe and know that you don't have to comfort a man who creeps you out. No.
1: Do you know what I wish that they had? First of all, 7 Eleven is the number one worst offender as far as. having homeless hang around and that yeah. I'm not just being me. I'm not saying just homeless, but I'm talking about like vagrants. I'm talking about people who are strung out on drugs out of their mind, yes. people who are mentally ill mentally and Ill. are aggressive. I don't like it. I hate it. I avoid 7-Eleven now like the plague, unless it's, it's the only option around, right? Because of that. The yeah. ones right near me, every time I'm approached by someone as I'm walking in or in the store or accosted, I can't stand it. Yeah. A, I wish that these places had security. Okay.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh B, I wish also that every 7-Eleven and any major retailer had the equivalent of a Vegas pit boss. Because <laughs> when I was in Vegas on a work trip once, I was playing blackjack with my boss mm-hmm. and I was wearing a dress, like we were dressed up, sure. and I was wearing a dress that had a zipper. Now, being the grandma that I am, I mean, I'm no prude, but uh, my dress was zipped all the way up. Okay, of to course, the neckline. Yeah. Now, if you wanted to, you could have unzipped it all the way as down. Nobody's gonna do that. Okay. Right. So this old man that was sitting at the half moon that we were at. You know what I'm talking about, the half right. moon table for blackjack. Yeah. He got really drunk and he was being really flirty with me. And at first, I was, and he, it wasn't inappropriate at first. And I was like, ah, okay, just kind of laughing and whatever, old man. Right.
0: Mm-hmm. Well,
1: then he started referring to me as sugar tits.
0: Nope. Unacceptable.
1: And seriously, again, I, usually get like a deer in headlights. Like I'm like Kate was with you at that club. If I see something happening to someone else, I'm like, Hey, I don't have any, (laughs) I have no resistance and I can scream, yell punch. If I see something happening to another human being, but when it happens to me, I am Bonafide a deer in headlights. So I started getting really uncomfortable, and I remember at one point though I did make a comment and I called him Grandpa, like thinking I would insult him. Right. I was like, "Okay, Grandpa, blah blah blah." Well, anyways, he wouldn't stop, and then he was insinuating and kept going like this. I want you show ew. us more, show us more of those sugar tits, ew. and he was like motioning for me to unzip it. Well, I'm telling you, it all happened so quick. The dealer had somehow made eye contact. I don't know if they have a signal. They have a button. What they did, the pit boss came over and they literally physically removed that man from the casino. And by the way, we were at like the Bellagio. It was at a nice place. We weren't at some weird hidden place. They were like, "Uh uh-uh. And then he came back over. He goes, are you all right, ma'am? And I'm like, oh yeah. Yeah, he's like, if you ever have any problems, you come get one of us immediately. I was like holy crap now of course in vegas they ain't playing no no that's wonderful
0: because i i remember i shared on the show one time when i kind of was a little more sassy than i normally would have been with a guy because there were other men around me and none of them did anything that makes me live too (laughs) i know so i was like And there, I will say there are situations where if you feel this person is, could be violent because actually I want to tell you where I got that video. I want to shout it out. Maybe we can put Mm -hmm. it in our notes if you don't mind. It's a new account that I found called the feminist squad. And I know people, I know people get scared. Some people, when you say feminist, listen, feminism is about equality. Okay. That's all it is. It's not anti-men. Exactly. It's not, <laughs> you know, it's not about you, men. Feminism <laughs> is not about you. It's not anti-men ah. because it's not about you. Okay. Right. Anyway, I'm learning like new terminology and stuff. It's mm-hmm. at the feminist squad. They're great. Okay. That's where I got that little video. Wow, wow. Um, But anyway. You know, there was another video on there. They collect things, content that women have made and memes and stuff as support of like explaining exactly what feminism is and things like that and empowerment, whatever. So anyway, one of the videos that a woman made was if if we treated men the way they treat us when we reject when we reject them and it was her. And she was like, come on, she was being a dude. And she was like, come on, come on, just come over here with me. I just want to talk to you. All right, Uh fine, fine. Just give me your number then. And getting angrier. And then eventually saying, fuck you, bitch. You think you're so great. You whore. Oh, I'm a whore because I don't want you. And (laughs) you know, it's just insanity. And I have had that happen. I have had men get livid with me and call me a whore and a bitch because i didn't want anything to do with them now i'm a married woman with a child i don't i legally i'm not supposed to have anything to do with you (laughs) but guess what i don't want anything to do with you and that should be enough
1: yep it's unbelievable that people really cannot take no for an answer and i just the way that People, I hate to say that, but men react to women when they uh, turn down an advance, a very yes. unwelcomed and unwanted advance.
0: Yes. And am I saying that's every man? No. But the kind of man who will catcall and expect a woman to, like, saddle Correct. up to them in a convenience store
1: will. Uh-huh. Yep. And be like, oh, let me go get in your car and let's hook up. I mean, right. what the What hell? are you expecting? I know. You know what I, I mean? Know.
0: Like, Dan Tipton would never... Alan would never, never. The, the, this is a different breed of men we're talking yes. about and mm-hmm. it's unacceptable. And I was shocked. I was like, Oh my God, I was dealing with that all these years thinking it doesn't really happen to me. Like it does other girls right. who are pretty. Uh, yes, it does. No,
1: you're right. And I've thought that too. I mean, this is such a poignant, sad, but truthful thing that you're addressing and bringing up here and everyone needs to know it. And I've always said this, There is not a woman on the planet, I don't care what she looks like, sounds like, acts like, that has not been uh, received an unwelcomed advance Mm -hmm. all the way to assault in some form once, if not a hundred times in their life. You find me a woman that has not had one or all of those things happen at least once in their life. And you can spank my ass and call me Charlie because they don't exist.
0: I know. That's why, I mean, obviously, depending on where you live, but we live in a very large metropolitan, Mm -hmm. you know, in a big city. Uh, That's why I can't walk my dog after dark. No. When I was young. My dad and I used to go for a walk every night after 10 o'clock out on the country roads and in the cemetery. Yep. I know that sounds creepy. It wasn't, it was really beautiful.
1: No. <laughs> Seeing the pictures of where that is. No, that really sounds gorgeous. lovely. Yes.
0: Yeah. So we used to do that every night after 10 o'clock. Now I was with my dad, but it was just the two of us. Mm-hmm. We never had a worry in the world. Yep. I would not walk to the end of the road with my dog after dark. No. And I don't live in an unsafe neighborhood.
1: It's the other creeps that come around. It's the same thing in my neighborhood. It's not my neighbors. No, it's the people who are hiding out in your neighborhood because right. it's residential, it's quiet, it's families, and that's where the creeps like to come and hang out.
0: Yep. Yeah. So, ugh. I mean, well, I wish I that, that we. That I wish that we lived in a world where us women could go for night walks, I know. but we don't. At least you and I don't.
1: Shoot, I'm scared during the day in certain places when I'm out alone. No Joe. For that reason, I'm like, even when I've been walking now, sometimes not at pitch black, but even at like dusk, dusk. I'm like, A, I need to make sure I can hear cars coming by. Mm-hmm. And if someone came up behind me, I wouldn't hear them. So I've been refraining from listening to anything. Isn't that I only
0: put, I only ever wear one earbud when I'm out walking, That's day so or night. Daytime, That's really dusk, it doesn't matter. I only wear one and I keep <laughs> That's, it low.
1: It's really smart. I need because
0: to I want because that's one of the things they used to say to women: don't ever be on your phone or looking down. And if yep. you walk past a man, give them eye contact because yep. then they will know you might be a fighter, and they don't want that. But also, you can identify them. 100%. So I want people to. I don't want people to see me with two earbuds in because they'll go, "She's not alert." Yep. I'm, I'm like, so oh, I'm right. alert. I'm uh-huh. looking for you. Yep. I'm waiting for you. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. <laughs> I watch too many crime shows. <laughs>
1: uh- I'm waiting for you with my no-touch door handle <laughs> opener. <hook>.
0: Oh, <laughs> my God. My for dad real. Was like,
1: Carry hey, that between your fingers. work, and-
0: believe me. Yes. It is twice, like, five times the size of a key, and it's really thick, and it's got that metal hook uh-huh. thing on it. Yeah, no joke. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> oh, I think we need a cleansing breath after that. I
1: think we do, too.
0: And I just want to reiterate again. If you are a woman who doesn't believe in your own beauty, I, that that doesn't matter. That's not a part of this conversation. If you have a vagina, a man will want to put something in it. Yes. The wrong the wrong kind of man, not all yes. men. Right. So don't do that to yourself and say, well, I'm fine. Nobody, I'm ugly right. or I'm fat or I'm whatever. It doesn't, no. and that does, if you are vulnerable and a female and that's what they want, they will come after you. They don't care what you look right. like. Yep. So. I hope I didn't say anything offensive. I don't want to be like.
1: I think everyone is vulnerable unless you have a bodyguard that's two to three times your size with you at all times.
0: Correct. Because we're not always walking. When I go to certain places like that place, I knew to be alert. But like you think about walking out here. We have a lot of parking garages. Mm -hmm. A lot of assaults take place in a parking garage. Yep. You know, I had to walk to my car after a late movie. Uh, in a parking garage one time and I literally turned my camera on and filmed myself walking to my car
1: because
0: mm-hmm. I was like, well, if I die, at least I'll play this on Dateline.
1: Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. I'll say one last thing before the cleansing breath because yeah. I wasn't kidding about you holding that thing between your fingers. I now also, because I... Thank God nothing happened to me, but I've been in situations where I'm like, oh God, and I'm scrambling because I feel uncomfortable for the situation or the people lurking around when I'm alone. I now, no matter where I am, Mm -hmm. once it's past dark, I even try to do it during the daytime, just so I'm not ever in a predicament, but Mm -hmm. if it is remotely dark... No matter where I am, I make sure I find my keys and they are okay. in my hand as I'm walking
2: Oh, because yes. it's
1: never good when you get to the car and you're in Hollywood or anywhere and you're like, oh, no. God, where are my keys? And they're at the bottom of it and you can't find nope. it.
0: Don't be standing outside your car. Nope. Like that. Yeah. Always and have also, your keys also you should have hand. them in your hand anyway because my dad taught me very, very young when I started driving, always have your keys between your fingers just in Yep.
1: Hand. As a weapon. So then
0: you yep. already have your keys and you have a weapon. Yeah.
1: Yep. Oh lordy.
0: Lordy, Lord. <laughs> and also, I just want to say I'm grateful for all the good men out there. Yes. It's crazy that we have to say that, like grateful for the good ones. <laughs> I wish they were all good, but there's always going to be bad apples. It doesn't yeah. matter what sex, what race, whatever. There's going to be bad apples. Exactly. We need to protect ourselves. That's right. Um, not all men are monsters by any means. No. But thank and,
1: you also to the men who do stand up thank for you. others when it's yes. not the one they're not the ones uh committing any kind of atrocity or crime to no. say also, nah, nah. you don't talk would, to the lady like that.
0: That's right. And also a man is putting himself out there when he does that too because they could just as easily turn on them. That's right. So you men be careful too.
1: Indeed. <sighs>
0: okay. I need a cleansing breath. Me too. <sighs> all right. <laughs> Sorry. I don't know where my brain went. All right. So we like to rant out our issues. Sometimes mm-hmm. they're, I think today, both of our issues were like legit, not just silly little rants. They were real rants. Um, they're they're not all always, real. I know. They're not always as uh, heavy. Is, what's the word I'm looking for?
1: Well, Dana's letting us know how bored she is with the majority of our rants.
0: Not at all. <laughs> I just usually – that's why we have to put in the caveat of, like, we know this is course bigger problems in the world. But I think these two things, financial and safety, are actually really good problems in the world. (laughs) No, major.
1: Absolutely.
0: Anyway, we get ourselves riled up. We know. We rant it out. Mm -hmm. We take a cleansing breath, and then we're going to fill up with some funny, some weird, some – Yes. Probably more cackling from me some some <laughs> <laughs> from Jessica whatever. So if you can scream it out just cuz it feels good it's a release it but if you can't at the very least do a breath with us. Are you ready? Right, I'm ready. Okay, take a deep breath in.
1: And
2: ah uh, <sighs>
0: oh that's felt nice that is nice i like it don't be polite to men who creep you out like it all right <laughs> moving on oh we're on to corners mm-hmm. you're up first with the corner i what do you want to call this corner
1: oh god um <laughs> I think this is a, you gotta be kidding
2: me. I think so. I think you're right.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So Dana came packed, chock full of amazing corners for us to choose from. And man. Somebody may have went
0: down a hole. Somebody may have went down a hole. (laughs) These
1: are great. This one really stuck out to me. This is from Oddity Central. And they're all from Dana's favorite author, yep. none other than Spooky.
2: Spooky. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Bathroom with a bed, advertised as "quote micro studio" for five hundred and fifty dollars a month. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> a listing for a newly renovated micro studio in Vancouver. That turned out to be a tiny bathroom with a bed crammed in it was no. recently slammed online. Yeah, I can't wait until you guys see the picture of it's it.
0: It's so yucky to me. <laughs>
1: I, it makes me want to throw up. Okay. I know. <laughs> Described as, quote, ideal uh-huh. for a single person looking to live in downtown Vancouver at an affordable rate and who does not need much space. Okay. The 160 square foot, y'all, that's
0: Mind-blowing 15
1: square meters. For the okay. rest of the
0: world. That's crazy.
1: Was actually a bathroom in which mm-hmm. the bed was literally just a couple of steps bleh, from the toilet bowl.
0: And that you'll see in the picture. It's not a joke.
1: It's touching it.
0: Like you could roll off the toilet into your bed. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That sort of makes its advertised features like the brand new porcelain flooring, mm-hmm. granite finishing, mm-hmm. and a large window seem somewhat unimpressive. Not to mention that the rent of this unusual living space was set at a whopping, it says C, $680. So I don't know if that's in Canadian dollars and then $550 in American dollars.
0: It's too much. I know that. Um. It- it's, and I love how they tried to, like... I'm trying to look at this picture. They tried to put, like, little planties on the counter. Like, yes. look what a lovely space. No.
1: No. It's absolutely not okay. Nothing about it is. By the way, micro studio, my foot, that means you're going to be walking through someone else's apartment or home to has, get to your to yours, micro right? studio. It doesn't have its own entrance.
0: I wouldn't think. No. No.
1: This really stood out me. At least for me. in
0: is it Japan that they have those pods you can rent for a night?
1: You mean it, like the little things that pull out at the airport? Yeah, they look.
0: Uh, no, these are sleeping pods. Have you never seen those?
1: Yeah, but the ones I know in Japan are like at the airport. Almost looks like a morgue. You
0: oh, yeah, go into, a little like, this bit.
1: Tube and yes, sleep. In yes, that. yes,
0: that seems better to me. And that's multi- people every night, like different people. But at mm-hmm. least there's not a toilet in my face no and also there's no kitchen it's not and even if there was you're gonna cook in the same room as your (laughs) toilet (laughs) Uh,
1: don't use your hot plate and curling iron at the same time where you may short all the fuses you
0: blow a fuse
1: (laughs) (laughs) let me tell you something uh first of all i've only slept in the bathroom once and yes it was by choice that is again here we are back to good old vegas At the Bellagio, when I got violent food poisoning from having seafood, lesson learned, never eat seafood when you're in a landlocked place, Uh but uh, unless you know they're getting it fresh Fresh. regularly, which the Bellagio in Vegas, hello, I think you're getting your deliveries daily. I don't know, but
0: I I would never eat seafood ever, so. (laughs) (laughs) Ah,
1: I did sleep in my giant marble bathroom. Because I got so ill from food poisoning once, and it was too exhausting, and I literally just slept on the cold marble floor, so I could be right by the toilet. Which yeah, brings I me s- to,
0: I slept oh. in a, I did, I did that too. I slept on a bathroom floor with, my, with my head on the toilet once, but that was because I smoked <laughs> weed and drank Jaeger Jaeger bombs.
1: That just got kind of high and got kind of oh, drunk. God. Yeah, <laughs> that just made me want to throw or up.
0: Never did it again, believe me. Never. I was so. <laughs> I was like, am I going to have to go to the hospital?
1: (laughs) (laughs) That is the worst.
0: Awful. Well, as far as the pricing
1: of this outrageously priced micro studio, Vancouver is, um, you know, there are just cities. It's no secret in North America that are damn near cost prohibitive. Obviously, unless you make a certain amount of money, Uh, New York, San Francisco, Los Angeles, uh, parts of Chicago. Uh, but Vancouver is at the tippy tip top for real estate and rental prices. So as much as I think this is so messed up, it is so insane to me that this would even be advertised, but I get it because I guarantee you there might be a taker who knows. And this reminded me of when, when I went to England years ago, I wanted to move there. I hadn't met Al, or I had met Alan, but I was convinced we would never be together. We weren't even dating at that time, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Who cares? I don't have anything to go back there for. I just want to stay here." And so my friends that I was traveling with are like, "Girl, you, no offense, you can't afford to live in London." Well, right? they weren't kidding. And as we all know, England still to this day has the strongest currency in the world. The yeah. pound is usually worth like two and a half times what the dollar is. Yeah. So when we got back to LA two of my friends separate from each other sent me an article and they said we found an apartment for you uh-oh and it was a butler's pantry oh in like a giant brownstone or home yeah and you would have had literally the butler's pantry as your apartment. Which and is like,
0: was... is it a closet under the stairs? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I bet. Yeah. Because I watched that that reality show of Upstairs, Downstairs. So yes. I saw what they had to sleep in.
1: For 15,000 pounds a month.
0: Shut up. Yes. We, did, you, did they hook up an IV of gold and put it in your veins ah. as you slept?
1: I don't even think this place had a bathroom.
0: I think that's more than my car cost. (laughs) I know.
1: (laughs) It's just absolutely insane. It's absolutely insane.
0: Nobody should have to work three jobs to have housing. This is a major problem.
1: There was an article today that popped up when I was online, and it said that the average person, obviously making minimum wage, cannot afford a two-bedroom apartment. Anywhere in the country.
0: Well, then we're. And not they a said that point. is not
1: a living wage.
0: I was going to say we're not a political podcast, <laughs> but we need to work on this living wage. Okay, it's a problem. I, no, no single mom needs to be working three jobs and never see her children because she still can't hardly afford to house right. them.
1: Which and is what happens for most. It happened.
0: It happened to someone in my family. <sighs> you know. Yep. It's just craziness. Nuts. Uh, Well, I'll tell you what, I'd go camping before I'd live in a bathroom. And that's saying a lot because I don't want to go camping. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, it's time for my corner, I think, unless you have something else to wrap up. No,
1: no, no, no.
0: Okay. So mine is also from Oddity Central. (laughs) Um. This It's by Spooky, because I think Mm -hmm. Spooky is the only person they employ. I don't know. But anyway, (laughs) this is very recent. And I thought it was apropos, because didn't we just talk in last week's episode? Didn't you bring up? Oh, I know what it was. You said you used a magic eraser to clean Mm -hmm. up that dirty carpet. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, then I have a tip for you. Oh. People are using Mr. Clean Magic Eraser to whiten their teeth. I'm sorry, what? The latest and strangest trend in (laughs) DIY teeth whitening involves rubbing your not-so-pearly whites with pieces of Mr. Clean magic erasers for some surprisingly impressive results. When it comes to removing grime and leaving surfaces looking shiny, Mr. Clean is an established solution. But until recently, most of the world had no idea that it could also be used on teeth. Last month, news reports of viral TikTok videos promoting Mr. Clean Magic Eraser as an effective and cheap way of whitening your teeth in the comfort of your own home. Yeah, went viral. (laughs) Attracting mixed responses from both the general public and the dentist. Now, that's all they said. They didn't say what the dentist response was. I don't really want to be going into my dentist, which I need to do soon and being like, hey, quick question can i use mr clean eraser on my teeth i want them a little whiter and i don't like leaving them uh as uh, uh, one of those band-aids on for an hour you know what i'm talking about i don't want to be that person oh my god what are your In- thoughts would you do well it?
1: i'll tell you what's horrifying okay, okay. the first thought is how in the hell would you want to use something? Now, I don't know what's in those magic. There's no cleaner on God it, though. God knows they're magic.
0: There's no but cleaner? There's,
1: there's not, but there's something in them that lets them take anything from lime, mildew, rust, scuff, and dirt off of just about any surface.
0: Okay, and well, what about tea it. and black beans? <laughs> <laughs> well, off my teeth.
1: Oh my God. I was going to say if you pour a can of Coca Cola into a toilet, that eats most of the shit that you can't get off out of there and people still drink it.
0: Yeah. Right. Yeah.
1: I think about how good old Guthrie's from the South, it's an amazing like chicken finger uh, company. They have their special pink sauce. And if you drop a penny in there, and then wipe it off with a napkin. Mm-hmm. It comes out fresher than it does at the mint. The shiniest copper you ever did.
0: What's the pink sauce made of?
1: I don't know.
0: What does it taste like?
1: It's delicious. I don't know. Guthrie's. Oh, good. I don't know like an equivalent in Missouri, but like I don't that either. Was a... I
0: thought that was like a country music theater or something. No. Isn't there uh, Guthrie's? There's also a place called
1: Zaxby's. Have you ever heard of that? No, ma'am. Well, it's a southern thing. I know you Missourians like. To I'm say not you're southern. southern.
0: That's proof.
1: <laughs> I'm Midwestern.
0: Everybody wants to say I'm southern. I ain't.
1: I know. I don't know what it is, but it's all horrifying, okay? I don't need things that'll start my car going into my body, and yet we're all guilty of it. Oh, God, what's happening?
0: Listen, I can't judge anybody because I have legitimately read up and studied and thought, could I put flatworms in my body to lose weight? (laughs) (laughs) And it's so gross. Are you reading
1: Gone with the Wind?
0: (laughs) No. Did they have flatworms and Gone with the Wind?
1: Bulls. Apparently Scarlett um had ate a tapeworm, I think, to keep her face. Fi- am I making that up? I don't I know. but
0: well, there still are women that do it.
1: Oh god. No, no, uh-huh. no, 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 no.
0: Never say never, Jessica.
1: Uh no, I am putting my foot never down say Never, never nope. say never.
0: Never say never. I white. already
1: have the heebie jeebies just thinking about the lampreys that adhere to sharks <gasps> and whales.
0: I know, I but they have teethies, roll. they have spikies. Uh, I can't. Flatworms are just like 50 feet long tapeworms.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. Just just longer than your colon. Okay.
0: Yeah. That way it fills up and you don't have room for anything oh to eat. God, so <laughs> we joke. It's not funny. It, and also eating disorders and weight issues are not funny. But I've thought about it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that, that was my corner. Oh that, that was my... Uh, my Uh, what the what corner
1: (laughs) thank you for those
0: i kind of want to try it hey hit us up if you've tried it i want to know i won't tell anyone your name
1: okay (laughs) (laughs) all
0: right what's your name
1: okay so this is a company that is actually uh based in santa barbara right here in california it is Mm -hmm. called final straw And Final Straw is on a mission to eliminate single use plastic, especially plastic straws, which are typically only used for a couple of minutes before ending up in our waterways or landfills for hundreds of years. Wow. Along with setting this incredible goal and doing something about our society's destructive habits, Final Straw's reusable straws and utensils are products that give back thanks to the company's partnership with 1% for the planet. We've talked about that before. We've had yes. many raves that are part of yes. this. I love it. A minimum of 1% of their annual sales is donated to nonprofit organizations fighting to advocate for animals, empower women, educate youth, and protect the environment. Love it. Um, I'm going to read you a few quick facts. Uh, their website, by the way, is final, F-I-N-A-L dot C-O. Single-use plastics are a disaster, polluting our lands, endangering marine ecosystems, and contaminating the food chain. Our mission is to create reusable foreverables, responsibly made, badass products that reduce the need for plastics, empower individuals to change their buying habits, and raise awareness of the impacts of our everyday decisions. The problem with plastics, besides killing mermaids, is that 1.6 straws per person per day. Americans oh. use straw. That's staggering.
0: That's why I've really been trying to crack down on myself. I've done good for about a year mm-hmm. of or maybe two years, because I don't know time anymore, but like carrying my own straw. Totally. Yeah.
1: Americans use enough straws to wrap around the earth two and a half times every <gasps> day that makes my head spin Okay,
0: mind-blowing every day
1: every day two and a half times ecosystem pollution because they're so lightweight straws often blow into waterways landing in the ocean and harming wildlife they are not recyclable plastic straws can't be recycled and don't decompose leading to the long-term pollution of our land and oceans wow Um, And really quick, uh, Emma Rose Cohen, the CEO and founder of Final, she came into this passion while she was in college. She was walking around the campus at Santa Barbara and felt as though she was drowning in a sea of single-use plastics like solo cups, straws, and water bottles. That day would stick with her. She went on to earn her master's degree in environmental management and sustainability at Harvard. And spent four years working at Los Alamos National Laboratory, as she watched different materials being wasted day in and out, Emma couldn't help but wonder if there was a better way. She quit her job to work on her dream to create fun alternatives to single-use plastics. Now, y'all,
0: dream. What a what an angel. That was a dream
1: amazing uh first of all you can take a really fun quiz at the top of our website called are you a forker or a sporker take this (laughs) quiz to find out which final cutlery is your sustainable soulmate um i took the quiz it's pretty hilarious and i wasn't done we started recording but i'm gonna find out if i'm a forker or a sporker
0: i I I thought it was like i I feel like i'd be a sporker yeah (laughs) Um, Wait, why did you just laugh at me? <laughs> no, I'm not you're saying like, that. Like, you're like, are you ready? yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: we've talked about many, I mean, so many of our raves involve sustainability, being uh-huh. eco conscious, and all that. But you guys, I am that person. I know it's been driving my husband crazy, but I'm kind of a maniac about it. And uh-huh. I was like this at my place of work, too. Yeah. Most things that people think are recyclable are not. not. So I not. I am going to get on a little soapbox for just a second here. Mm-hmm. Please, please, please be mindful of that when you're purchasing things. Our last, uh, a rave from last week that Dana talked about was a company that is doing non-plastic packaging for all mm-hmm. of their hair care products and whatnot. It's yep. not a joke. This yeah. stuff cannot be Plastic in general, for the most part, cannot be recycled. Let me tell you, I had a friend in Atlanta who owned a company that th- bought up plastics and, quote, recyclables from places. You mm-hmm. know what happened with it? It was ground up into little tiny pellets, shipped back to China for it to then be melted down into more plastic products. The oh. stuff does not decompose. No. Um it's not being recycled at a plant and then turned into a new water bottle or any of that mm-hmm. stuff. So obviously there's some cases where we don't have a choice or in emergency situations. But nowadays there's a lot of stuff people can be doing. Totally. Before, before COVID, my company had actually purchased everybody their own set of stainless steel. And when I tell you it had fork, spoon, knife, chopsticks, Mm -hmm. uh, like a little thing for tea, a stir stick, Mm -hmm. anything you could ever need for any type of food or drink. Mm -hmm. And it was in a pouch and it was Mm -hmm. for everyone to keep that in their desk. We were Mm -hmm. doing away with disposable flatware and to not cross-contaminate, even though we were washing things, we didn't have a dishwasher there. It's like, uh uh-uh, it's on you. You're getting your own personal set. That's right. It's on you to keep it clean because you're the one who's going to be using it.
0: I carry a set like that in my purse, made hmm. of bamboo, minor bamboo, yep. because it's lighter and yes, you know, whatever. And bamboo
1: but, is totally sustainable.
0: Yes, so the, I have a pouch like that, and it rolls up. You tie it, you unroll it. Same thing: <laughs> chopsticks, spoon, fork, all yep. of it, knife, all of it. It's yeah.
1: awesome, and I've even now, like again, sometimes if I'm grabbing something to go, or I'm going to be eating in my car, or I'm out of town. Yes, I'll be like, I'll take the utensils. But for the companies that ask, they're like, do you need utensils? I say, no. Why do I need another set when I'm going home to use my own fork?
0: Well, there are a lot of places here in California anyway that if you don't ask for it, they don't give it anymore.
1: Right. Um, And I'm okay with that.
0: I am too. But Mm -hmm. even if they ask me, I usually say no. Yeah. That's why I didn't sip my great Fanta because I didn't, my Mm -hmm. straw was dirty. I had left it at home because it was dirty Um. and I didn't, I don't take straws from the restaurant. (laughs) Yeah, not. I mean, really, it's pales in comparison to the world problems. But, <laughs> but I don't know. There's something about. I feel good when mm-hmm. I pull out my reusable straw or my bamboo yes. because I feel like I'm helping my planet. And mm-hmm. Mother Earth is so good to me. Why would I not do what I can, even if it's tiny, to try and help? That's right. It makes me feel proud, like I'm I'm doing something good for my planet. I agree. And listen, we can all use little pick-me-ups during the day, even mm-hmm. if it's just a reusable straw pick-me-up. still exactly. feels good. <laughs> still <laughs> feels good. I love that. Thank you for sharing. Yes. My rave this week was sent into us by a listener, our friend Beck, um, because she won a blanket in an online giveaway for this organization, which I will tell you about. Also, quick shout out to Beck. I know we mentioned last week but she's a personal life coach and does a lot of things like that if you want to follow her online she posts a lot of really positive lovely stuff it's Mm -hmm. nice anyway so she sent us this is called remadeindia.com. that's where you can find them remade is the name of the organization um transformation is our business it says Our products begin as traditional cotton saris worn by Indian women who sell them to vendors. This beautiful vintage fabric is then upcycled into remade products. Each remade blanket is truly unique. Two coordinating saris are hand-selected for the front and back sides. Middle layer saris pieces are added and then hand-stitched together. No two are alike. I think that's amazing. Our products are handmade by local Indian women who sew the Kantha stitch, a traditional hand stitch passed down through the generations in West Bengal, India, and Bangladesh. We are passionate about empowering Indian women through sustainable, respectable work, fair income and benefits, and education and training. Our goal is to not just have vintage saris remade into one of a kind products. We want these one-of-a-kind women's thoughts, self-worth, and lives to be remade as well. That's powerful. Mm -hmm. Through our partnerships with local enterprises, Remade offers these women from underprivileged backgrounds employment and empowerment with your help. By ordering a product, you are playing a vital role in having these women's lives and futures be remade. We are a team of social entrepreneurs comprised of people from various backgrounds and areas of expertise who are all passionate about changing people's lives for the better. Located in Lebanon, India, Remade partners with businesses and enterprises in India to not only purchase products, but to build relationships and to offer employment and empowerment to underprivileged people. We also offer educational classes, language services, and other training. 100% of the proceeds from our sales and services go back into the running of Remade for the betterment of our employees' lives, families, and communities. Remade. Here's their, here's their um, motto, but that's not the word. What's the word? Uh, mission. Mission statement. statement. Transformation is our business. I love that.
1: I love it too. And so, their blankets are gorgeous.
0: Stunning. Right. So you can go to their site. Um, again, that's remadeindia.com. You can go to the um, shop and see how it's made. And I mean, they're just beautiful. They're so beautiful. These blankets. I can't believe she won one.
1: They um, are beautiful. And I thought this was a nice sentiment. Uh, she First of all, I thought it was beautiful and was so happy to win one. But she and I were chatting and she said that she uh, bought a few as gifts, like as a thank oh. you to them. But she loved them. So she was in need of some gifts and thought this would be a perfect way to uh, support a business like this.
0: Well, I think it's amazing. And if you go to their website, too, just take a second. If you go up to their menu, they have home shop and meet the artisans. Click on that. Meet the artisans. Mm-hmm. It's pretty cool. Look it at is. those women, read their stories. I mean, they're precious. They could not look happier. Yes. They look like they feel empowered. Yes. It's so, uh, I love it so much. Anyway, check them out if you can, I won't go on and on Remadeindia.com. And thank yeah. you so much for sending that to us.
1: Yes. Thank you back. And thank you, Dana.
0: Yes. I love it. Uh, Jessica, Dana, I think that's our show.
1: I think it is.
0: Oh my word. It's not going to be five hours long, right? Okay. Maybe four hours. All right. Fine. Whatever. Uh... Anyway, I always like to end the show with a point to ponder for the week. Also, we talk about what we're into, but we've been recording a lot lately. I don't know that I have anything new that I'm into. What did I do? What have I done? I've been swimming a lot with a snorkel Mm -hmm. in a private private friend's pool. I know that sounds weird because it's a tiny three foot pool, but when I did tell you this, right, when you put that snorkel on, you don't have to breathe. So I'm going to go do that tonight for my workout. (laughs) I mean, I love that. I'm back
1: to rage walking even with more rage. Now that things are picking up with the, delta variant and we're having to I go know. back to masks here in LA. So last night I'm like, oh, I feel a real rage walk picture coming on. So I mean, yeah. Didn't,
0: didn't we just announce last night or today, I don't know what day it is, um that masks are required indoors again?
1: Yes, starting yeah. Saturday night at 11:59.
0: Okay, cuz I was going to yeah. say uh still, it's, mm-hmm. Cold Creamery didn't have that
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> that rule yet. <yesterday. laughs>
0: Whatever. It doesn't affect me anyway. I wear my mask still. Blah, 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 blah. Don't care.
2: <laughs>
0: um. So I don't guess we have anything new to shout out in the way of like shows or anything like that. Also, I just wanted to say real quick, you guys are always welcome to send us things like, some of our listeners privately send me things that mm-hmm. they know I would be interested in, but you can send that to ransom raves email because if there's something cool that we want to check out that you think we should check out or Indeed. whatever, we'll share it for sure.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, But I did bring a, a point to ponder uh today. Let me pull it up here. And it's so weird because I hadn't read the outline yet when I, when I got this mm-hmm. Um When I picked this, and it's so apropos for today, (laughs) did you know, Jessica, that they now have a straw called the Hickaway? The plastic straw, okay, plastic, we hate that. Let's let's look into bamboo scientists, okay? The, (laughs) The plastic straw that can instantly cure hiccups. Okay, you look like you don't believe it. Let me read to you about it. It's described as a forced inspiration suction and swallow tool. Hickaway is essentially a special type of plastic straw scientifically designed to almost instantly cure your hiccups. According to a new study, the L-shaped tool works in 92% of cases, Jessica. You don't believe it.
1: Are you going to carry a hickaway with you everywhere you go? Because last time I checked, no one knows when they're going to get struck with hiccups.
0: Okay, but, but Okay. <laughs> But it says in this article, you know what, there's no, you really burst in my bubble. I know, I'm so
1: sorry. (laughs) I am such a naysayer. I know it. Please continue. Oh, Uh, God, that's the realist in me.
0: It's fine. No, it says, obviously, there are a lot of cures, you know, in the world, which for hiccups, and most of them don't work, right? Right. But this is scientific, it says, and it promises to end those annoying hiccups. In over 90% of cases, it's called Hickaway. It looks like an L-shaped piece of plastic, but there's a lot more to it than meets the eye. I mean, you're right. I'm looking at it. No, I
1: feel I, terrible I, because I know how much I disappointed you. But I'm picturing if you get the hiccups now or a year from now, and you're going to be like, I wish I had one of those Hickaway straws. And you're not going to. And then you're going to be shit out of luck.
0: And I already... In normal times, carry a purse big enough to be called a suitcase. Yeah. So I really can't, oh, I can't add anything. You're right. All right, fine. Don't ponder it then. I'm you're sorry. I, I'm I, sorry. I <laughs> I've never interrupted a point to
1: ponder. I just let her say whatever. And this time I'm like, uh uh-uh. uh.
0: Uh-uh. No, Una- ma'am. Well, you're not going to carry that. You're right. <laughs> and you know what would happen? Here's what would happen I would buy it. And then when I needed it, it wouldn't be with me. And I'd yes. be, I'd be so mad.
1: That's me. That's what I'm talking about. So maybe right. I was deflecting and putting my own disorganization onto you. And I apologize. Well,
0: you're right. I guess I should have picked the one that was uh, the most expensive burger and how much that <laughs> costs. You could think about that. But that seems depressing <laughs> to me. So I thought during hiccups was a better avenue to go. <laughs> Oh
1: my God,
0: Jessica, I love you.
1: I love you too. Thank you. you.
0: Laugh so hard. <laughs> Same, lady. <laughs> All right, we'll be back again next week. Indeed. Um, oh, what? How does it go? Don't be polite to men who creep you out. Don't be polite to men who creep you out. Nope, that's not the song. <laughs>
1: that's
0: not the song is it?
1: It is.
0: It's not your job to comfort men. Where does that go? Yeah, I don't know. I thought I remembered it, but I don't (laughs) edit it out. Just leave it up. Here. Here, I'll fix it. Jessica. Yes. I'm going to end this now because I keep rambling. Okay. Okay, bye. Bye.